Hey guys, welcome to Grace's Space. So normally now is when I would do the weekly favorites, but I'm just honestly so excited for this episode because you are actually listening to this from the future because I just finished recording this episode and I did it with my dad and it was a great episode. And so I really want to just jump into it, but before we get started... um, I just want to give you guys a few updates because I think we're going to be seeing some changes to Grace's space coming soon. What I really want to do is start having more guests. And that's been kind of difficult because, you know, there's like the whole pandemic thing going on. And I'm still kind of getting the hang of Zoom and how to use that. Um, But yeah, you guys are going to be seeing some changes soon. And I'm not going to ramble on because I don't really like podcasts or shows where they ramble on before the actual subject, so we're going to jump into it. All right, guys, welcome to Grace's Space, and I'm really excited for this episode because I have a very special guest on this week, and that guest is my dad. So how do you feel about being my second guest on the show? Oh, wow. This is, like, exciting. I'm been waiting for this time uh for a long time it's i mean it's great thank you and thanks for being here by the way i know that you had a busy day at work and everything and so i just wanted to say thank you for making time to come so i wanted to have my dad on this week because we have some really interesting conversations we go on walks every day and um I think we really have great conversations, wouldn't you say so? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, our walks are, you know, we leave here, we go in town, and we typically do like three miles, three and a half. And usually through the walk, it's in town. Um, A lot of different topics come up, and they're always random, and they're always good. Yeah. So I thought it was about time to have him on the show. But, Dad, I asked this question to Mom when she was on um, last time, and I just wanted to ask it to you because I think it's kind of an interesting opener. But what's it like to be Chris Arnold in this exact moment in time? Um, Well, you know, I, I would say that Things are a lot different. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things that's exactly the same, but there's some things that are different. I mean, it's obviously all related to COVID and how the company I work for has handled it, which has been quite well um, and to be expected. It's just uh, a different world for me. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I say that, but it's and once we get into it, it's a lot of things are the same, but some things are different. So, yeah, I mean, I guess like in a way, that's kind of how life always works. Like it's always going to be a little different and some things will always stay the same. So, yeah. Are you ready to get into the topic? Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right. Let's let's go, guys. So this week's topic is living remotely and I wanted to do this topic because I kind of think that it's something that everybody can relate to in one way or another. I mean, whether you are back at your job or school right now um, or not, or you're still at home, I think we've all had a period of time, especially in early quarantine, when we've had to work from home. And I think it's really something that's not going away. And 
Um, I wanted to have my dad on here because I am studying remotely and my dad is working remotely. And obviously we're in two different stages of our lives. Like I'm a young adult and he's an adult and I wanted to kind of share both of our perspectives. So if you're a student, you can take something away from this. And if you're an adult and you're working remotely, you can take something from this. So, and dad, you know, I think it's been really interesting because we're probably the most social, not social, but like we like to go out and do things mm -hmm. out of the family and we're the ones stuck at home. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, it's been a, it's been a interesting ride really. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, and you, as you mentioned, we're kind of the social side of the fence um, and really in respect that, you know, I, um, um, I have a team that, uh, with work that is, you know, I would go to work, mm -hmm. but, uh, I would lead a team that we're all really virtual. Yeah. Um, so what, what it was is I would go to work and pass other departments and feel like I was part of a community. Right. Of people uh, walk into my office and then <laughs> really start the day that kind of in one sense isn't much different. And that would be open my laptop and really start the day with um, a myriad of different uh, conference calls. And those conference calls were with people that were virtual. They all worked um, at any part, any anywhere in the globe. Mm -hmm. but mostly focused in the United States and Canada, um, some Europe. But, you know, conference calls would happen. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a Zoom setting. Right, right. Uh, you know, we would talk about uh, whatever it is. And, you know, before COVID, there wasn't a lot of focus on using the camera. I think now, you know, People that um, are remote like myself, now I'm, you know, sequestered at the house. And that's been the case for what, six months, six, yeah. eight months? Oh, God, I don't even know at this point. Yeah, it's funny because I I joke with my team and I work out of the basement um, for the most part. Mm -hmm. And that's where the office is here at the house. And I call this the COVID bunker. <laughs> They all kind of laugh and they, of course they can relate too. And, right. And um, so, you know, there's a sense of, I miss the community part, meaning passing other departments, uh, the social aspect of whatever's going on. But the other side of it is, you know, operating virtually, that's not really changed. Right. You know? um, just that I'm here at the house day in and day out. That, right. Yeah. You know, it's a big part of the change. Yeah. And I definitely think that that's kind of interesting because I mean, your job, a lot of it was virtual before, but now it's like, you don't have the commute to work to break up your day. And that's, what's hard for me because it's like, you know, I'm doing my classwork, but you know, there's not like the walk to classes. Like literally there's like a hill behind beside her house. And I walk up it and pretend like it's Jeff Hill, which is literally like the hill that we all complain about walking up at school. But that's interesting. 
So it was kind of interesting hearing about your kind of like remote work story. So I guess I'll kind of dive into um, my end of things and how I kind of came to study remote. Um, obviously, like the pandemic hit, like you said, like seven months ago at this point. And, you know, a year ago, um, I would have never thought that I would be working from home or taking online classes. That's never really been how I've learned. I took an online class in high school and it wasn't my thing. Um, but it's been an interesting ride kind of navigating this virtual world that we've kind of been thrown into. Um, and yeah, I really can relate to, you know, the, the COVID bunker, like you said, like that's kind of become my room. And I mean, really in a sense i do school out of there but you know when i do facetime calls with my friends even because it's remote like i do a lot of my socializing and basically living from my room which is very very interesting so what i wanted to kind of ask you now is how do you think working from home has affected your focus yeah it's a good question um you know i kind of and this is (laughs) To be honest with you, even when I was at work, um, once I started the day, there's a lot of times I would shut the door uh, at the office because I like the the solitude. Yeah. Um, and that really helps me focus. It really um, gives me time to specifically think about what's happening, what I need to plan for. Um, what are some of the maybe milestones that are coming around the corner and things that could prevent me from, you know, reaching a particular milestone in a particular project. But, you know, from that perspective, it's a lot the same. However, you know, I think the biggest thing is like, um, you know, I'll just kind of run through it. You know, you have your full day. You walk up the steps, you eat dinner mm-hmm. or lunch, you yeah. walk back down the steps, um, it's five o'clock, maybe go for a walk and, you know, fast forward to bedtime and it's the same thing. You yeah. wake up. There's no, like you mentioned earlier, um, there's no real break from your current world to the next, you know, the next thing. Um I always enjoyed getting into the car, you know, the trip's not really all that long, but mm-hmm. there's always some morning radio that I would listen to, to kind of keep up with what's going on. Yeah. Um, and that's out of the window, really. I guess I could do it, but it seems kind of weird to listen to the radio. Yeah, no, it's like. It's not in your car, so. And, and isn't it so funny too, like if you, it's kind of calls into question the things you do on a daily basis anyway, because like just listening to the radio here would be so weird, but like, it's normal when we do it like on our commutes and stuff. Yeah. But no, I, I get that. I like, it's so true. Your day goes in such cycles. Like you do your class or work or whatever, and you eat and you do more and then you eat and then you like exercise And then you're like, oh, I'm simply a human waiting for my next like meal or whatever. You know, it's it's like the Mm -hmm. only thing to really break up the day. And sometimes I think, too, like that um, it makes your free time. um, It's it makes free time not feel like free time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You know, and the other thing that's interesting about it is 
I think the company uh, is realizing that product people like myself, productivity is up. Mm-hmm. However, because I'm at home, um, and maybe it's because I have this extra time, I, I don't feel as productive. Right. Um, you know, I guess when you take away all that, the little segments of your day, if you are at the office and the time you spend maybe walking down the hallway to get a snack or, to, you know, stopping and saying hi to somebody, you know, that productivity isn't there. Um, albeit was important. Right. For, you know, like sanity. Your day, yeah. For your sanity. Um, now it's like, you know, back to back to back conference calls, you know, maybe take a break, but it's not really the same. Right. Doesn't feel the same. And I think you bring up an interesting point. Like there are some times where like, I'm like, oh, I did this assignment and I wrote this paper and like whatever, but it feels like you did nothing because there's no, there's no break. So like in a way, um, I think, you know, it's like you are more productive, but it doesn't feel like it, which is so, so strange. Mm -hmm. But I know too, like, um, going back to like focus, it's really been interesting because, um, there's a lot more room for distraction at home. Like when I'm at a physical lecture and I don't know if it's like this for you and your meetings, but like, you're not, you can't be on your phone because there's obviously a professor like looking, you know, you can't just be distracted. Like you have to be somewhat focused. Whereas like here it's like, oh, I can just like turn my camera off and like go on TikTok. Like it's so hard for me to stay disciplined and like stay completely focused and like present in what I'm doing when it's all online. Yeah, I I can see that. I mean, for me, I guess I, I don't know. I've been doing it for so long. I'm, I'm I stay um, I stay very uh, very much to the 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 plan of the day. Um, and when I'm not in a meeting, uh, I am working on something uh, that's a project related or an improvement or getting to the next step. Um, it could be a, a myriad of things. So my day is pretty well filled, even in a dead space. Right. Um, so, which I like it that way because, you know, the day goes faster and I'm busy. Uh, but, the, you know, I, I think the other part, you know, we kind of talked about it on our walk is um, when you're not in this part of a, a group, like in a, a setting, like you would be in classroom setting or I would be in the office and there's a sense of... Um, you're Community? supporting each other, yeah. you know, whether you realize it or not, it, it could be non-work related and somebody's like, I just bought a car over at such and such place. And here's how, you know, you can really get a good deal, you know, but if you're home every day, you, you don't have those conversations. You you know, you, you're missing out on these, uh, community supportive type subjects that are, um, a sidebar from work, you know, it's interesting. Right. It is interesting. And like, um, it's interesting too, that you brought that up because I was thinking about this today, but, um, like when you're in a classroom setting and like you physically see all the people, 
it's like you can put a face to a name, like whatever. Um, and I don't know if it's like this in a meeting too, but when you're on like a Zoom and the cameras are turned off and someone's talking and you can only see like that picture, it's like, who am I talking to? Like, who is this? It's it's crazy because, I mean, there really isn't that same support and like um, the same kind of sense of community. You have to be a lot more intentional with your interactions with yeah. people. Like, if you want to seek out some kind of like class friend, you have to be like, reach out to them digitally, which is just so weird. And it's really completely changing our relationships and stuff. So... Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I noticed that uh, even today, um, it wasn't me leading the meeting. It was another person leading the meeting. And um, she was very much keeping, um, this is, I guess this is kind of a tip. She was uh, driving a response from different people on the call. And it really kept them engaged mm -hmm. because they didn't know when they were going to be called on. Um and, and it, you know, because what you started with, it, it's easy to be on a call or on a Zoom meeting if the camera's not on. Right. I think people start, if it it's becomes kind of silent, eerily right. silent, it, it's because people <laughs> are drifting away or working on the side or they're distracted by something else. And probably always good to ask probing questions with the whole uh, group that's on the zoom call to keep them engaged right and it's like we all do it like i do it too like i'm i'm not gonna lie guys like this week i captioned my like um study guide notes like these are the concepts i need to study because i did not pay attention in my zoom and you know what zoom fatigue is so real it really is and I don't really know how to fully combat that, but it is interesting that she was kind of keeping people engaged, mm -hmm. you know, because I think we kind of need that sometimes. I know I do even, you know? Um, but yeah, I was, I was going to ask how it's like kind of affected you socially. And I think we pretty much covered that. Um, I guess like the one thing that I will probably add um, is it is so interesting because, you know, there are people here my, that are my own age um, that are home from college, too. But what's interesting is like the you have to be a lot more intentional, I guess, with um, hanging out with people like you actually have to set something up. Whereas like when I would go to school or when I would go to class, you're just like you have these people that you're around that may or may not be your friends. And I think when you're online, like the concept of an acquaintance is kind of lost. What do you think about that? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, uh, being close, uh, in close proximity is, it's got a lot of merits that you kind of take for granted. Right. You know, um, having said that in the last few years, you know, that's been the nature of what I do, you know, right. You, you almost, and what's is kind of interesting is that you, um, have a feeling like, you know, these people, yeah. um, but you've never really met them personally. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. No, I get that because like in some of my classes, I know there've been some students that have reached out to me and, I'm like, we talk on a like fairly regular basis and 
like I would consider myself to kind of know them at this point. Like mm -hmm. shout out to my class friend, Ellie, like you're awesome from my comms theory class. Like, but I have never met some of these people in real life, which is just like blows my yeah. mind because you really, you do kind of get to know them, but it's like, you don't have a physical concept of them, which is just so strange. Yeah. And, you know, I think I've been in cases where it's been about a year or more that I've had, you know, we don't use Zoom at work, but um, we use web uh, Skype and other tools. And when I finally did get to meet them, it was like, you know, you really didn't mess a beat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting how you can have and develop a relationship with somebody and never have really met them in person. Right. And it's like, I'm kind of excited. I mean, tentatively, we're getting back to campus in the spring, but like, I'm excited to meet some of these people for real. Cause like, yeah. it, it's gonna, I mean, I'm sure, like you said, it's like you don't miss a beat. But it'll be interesting actually putting like a, a physical person with, you know, someone who I've been corresponding with throughout the semester. Um, yeah. So I guess my last thing that I kind of want to delve into is like, do you think that there are any pros or what do you think? Like, do you think the pros outweigh the cons of being remote? Um, uh, yeah, that's that's well, we'll kind of start with the pros. I mean, the pros are you know uh no traffic right yeah. no traffic uh less less gas so it's good or you know it's good for the environment guys so um you know you can kind of do things to free up your weekend so for example i mean i'm working but you know i can go up and throw a load of laundry in you know, click a button and come, go, come back down and never miss a beat. So right. that like is a small thing, but it really frees up the weekend. So it's a chore that, you know, I think around our house, we typically do that on the weekends. Right. And that's it's a Friday virtually, deal yeah, it's now. virtually done uh, and you're free to go. Right. Um, I like the freedom that, and from that perspective, you know, I kind of, at first I like the, like, I don't have to dress up. Yeah. Um, See, that's hard for me because, I mean, if you know me, like, I I guess, like, I, in a way, I put some of my identity in my clothes. Like, I love to dress up. And it makes me feel more productive when I do because it's like, this is my school outfit. It puts me in the mood of being at school. And I don't know if it's like that with work attire, too, but... Um, I just have continued to wear the same thing that I probably would have because it, it makes me feel a sense of yeah. normalcy, I guess. But um, I think you do bring so up some interesting points because like, I know I've kind of per like pursued like this podcast, just side things that I probably wouldn't be able to had it not been for online. But with all those pros being said, do you think that the pros outweigh the cons? Yeah. Um, ah, man, you know, it's almost like I give it a like, you might like pizza, but if you had pizza every day, you know, day starts after day, suck. it starts to sink. Yeah. It starts to be like pizza again today. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. Like what am I even tasting at this so point? So I'm a little bit more on the variety side, you know, and even you know this because I had the office, mm -hmm. which I would go to 
And, right. but Hey, if I wanted to, I would work a day from home. And that was like the perfect world because I had the best of both worlds. I really didn't have to be anywhere, you know, in particular. Um, and now every day, six months, seven months, don't know how much longer could be more. In fact, I think they're talking about, and this would be the case for a lot of people in my, in this, um, in my, not necessarily my profession, but you're going to find that a lot of people are going to end up staying home. You know, they're going right. to, the, the, you know, the world out there is going to realize that there's a lot of cost saving savings. And if the productivity is up, why wouldn't you work from home? Right. And it's like, this isn't going anywhere, folks. I mean, and that's what's scary to me as like a younger person going into the job market. Like, I want to do something in writing or maybe publication or journalism. And, you know, that is something that's quickly turning digital. And I, you know, what? I'm going to be straight up. Um, there are some pros to working remotely, but I don't like it purely because of the social aspect. I mean, I know I've said in earlier episodes, like I'm in it. I consider myself somewhat of an introvert because, you know, dad and I are the same and that we like our alone time a lot and we need time to recharge. But I also I, I'm, you know, everybody's a human and we need that social interaction. And so that's kind of interesting to look mm -hmm. at looking forward into the future. Well, and on those lines though, here's something that, you know, Hey, uh, we're in, you know, Marietta, Ohio, because years ago I was kind of tied to the site, mm -hmm. but you know, let's be honest. If I stay in my role, I could work from anywhere. Right. And, you know, to be honest with you, anywhere is anywhere. Like I could go on, on the road right. and, you know, travel, uh, work a few days in Denver, work a few days in, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just an idea right. concept that you would never have a few years ago. That's so true. And I mean, it is definitely interesting, and, but it does beg the question because I would love to do this. I mean, if I could be like, I think they call it a digital nomad is like when mm -hmm. you can move, but it's like you do. The thing is about that is you do need the motivation to be like, I'm going to this place and I'm working, mm -hmm. you know, it takes a lot of planning. It's an, it's a, it's another element. And you got to, you really have to know yourself because if you're self-disciplined, um, this is not an issue obviously. Right. right? right. But if you're not a self motivated, self disciplined person, you'd probably struggle with like, you know, keeping up with the rigors of your work and making right. sure you're focused and doing the things that you're supposed to do to, you know, really grow with your profession. Right. So yeah, that I think about wraps it up. Um, are you ready to get into the questions? Oh yeah, let's go. All right. See you then guys. All right. It is time for the Q and a, which is really, it is one of my favorite things to interact with you guys. So we're going to just jump right into it. Someone said, what activities do you guys do to unplug from technology? We walk. Yeah, we do. I mean, it's interesting. I don't, <laughs> we've been walking for a lot. For years. years. I mean, basically our entire life, that could be a a whole separate podcast. Yeah. Let me know if you guys want to, you know, we could all probably as a family talk yeah. about that. But, 
you know, we do. We, the thing is, we we walk really as it's really important for us to see nature and be in. It, it really allows us to unplug. And be in a separate space because, yeah. I mean, sometimes that is pretty much the only time that we get out, you know? So, like, yeah. it's nice to be able to have this connection with the world around us and and to unplug from technology yeah. because, you know, dad and I are kind of the same. Like, I, lo- I love technology. I do. I love social media. I'm not, like, I'm not going to sit here and bash it. But, you know, you can get too much of that. Like, you can yeah. get too much of that. And I think you can relate. And as, it, you know, like we said, it's not really, I mean, it's, the exercise is kind of part of it, but it's more about our mental well-being, really, yeah. I think. And I think that's when we have our most, like, stimulating conversations is on our walks and on our hikes. And that's why we do it. Um, and it's way more about, I think, the mental aspect and kind of part of the routine i know we kind of said like the routine is a hard thing because it's the same every day but it's nice to always in in kind of uncertain times we can always be certain on our walks i think we can kind of agree on that yeah for sure i mean it's even the environment of being away from Mm -hmm. and out of the house and you know totally a different just being in nature, it's great. Right. Yeah. So next question. Um, someone said, what is your favorite thing to do by yourself? I kind of think this is a little bit different than the, you know, unplugging from technology. Because walking is something we do all together. But like doing by ourselves, like that can really be anything. So I guess for me, um, my favorite thing to do by myself is cooking. Like I kind of like to just do that by myself. I mean, sometimes, you know, mom or whoever will help me, but I like to make our meals and I like to just put on my headphones and do that. And, you know, that's another thing I like to do by myself is listen to music. I listen to a ton of music and I kind of like to do that solo because not everybody can really always, I think, relate to the music you listen to. And sometimes that's just what my escape personally. So what about you? You know, <laughs> I know you're going to like go, Oh yeah. But for some reason I like to watch YouTube. This is the biggest thing right now for me. It's I can pick a topic and it's not mom's topic or anybody else's yeah. topic and research whatever it is on YouTube and right now for me that's like if i'm really in as you know i mean we're into hiking Mm -hmm. as well and um it's just amazing amount of information that people have taken time to record like a particular state park a particular national park um a particular hike within the national park and i don't know why I like to do that by myself. Um, I don't mind if somebody comes down, but uh, it's it's nice to spend that kind of time. It is. And no, I completely understand that because like one thing that's cool about YouTube is like you can completely curate it to your own interests. And, and you know, there's, there is kind of a weird sense of community and that like 
someone else is interested in the same like oh, weird yeah. shit that you are, you know, like it's like, it's kind of interesting. So I completely agree. Um, someone said, how do I not drop out? So I guess I'll kind of take this question over because, you know, I'm, I'm the student here and I, I mean, you can't really drop out of your job, but, um, I would say, you know, there have been times where I'm like, why am I even doing this? Like, like what even like I am simply submitting assignments is my has been my catchphrase. But um, I think just envisioning your future and being like, okay, I um, want to get out of this like weird remote stage of life. So, you know, I don't I think this person wants to do something in nutrition or like fitness and just like imagine yourself, you know, in a few short years, that's what you're going to be doing. And even though this is kind of all like minutia that we kind of have to go through right now, I think just like envisioning that, um, that'll kind of help you not drop out. That'll keep you mo yeah. motivated. What do you think about that? Yeah, no. Um, you know, let's, I went to college. Uh, most parents have. Um, I mean, I think I've never really ever thought about dropping out, mm -hmm. but I think I've focused, you know, there were tough times. Um, and even in your professional world, you're going to have tough segments to plow through. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I would only say that, you know, like, just like you said, think about the big picture, think about it's only temporary. Think about just getting through whatever it is that you need right. or even getting support from others. Yeah. Uh, I, and especially in college, I think networking and support is really a big component of right. staying um, staying in, in, on target. Right. Um, and, you know, probably because being isolated and remote, there's more of a tendency to probably drop out or yeah. it could be contributing to it. I would just suggest think big, um, inspire yourself, you know, do something, um, think about positive things and you'll, you'll get through it. Right. And like to this person, if you, um, ever need a motivator, um, I'm here. So, you know, shoot me a message and yeah, we can be friends. I'd love that. Um, the last question is, um, with remote classes, with classes being remote and on the spring, they'll mostly be remote too. Should I take a gap year? Um, so I think that, you know, there have been times where I've kind of, I don't want to say I've considered a whole gap year, but sometimes like a semester, like a gap semester. And the reason I've never done it besides, you know, wanting to get through college quickly is, um, I don't have a plan. I would like, I wouldn't know what to do in that gap year, gap semester. And I've seen some people be successful in their gap years. Um, if they pursue their gap years with intent. And I think that if you have a plan for, you know, your gap year, if you're like, I already have this thing and this thing and this thing lined up, then I say, go for it. Like I will never be someone to discourage or shame someone for taking some time off of college. Um, but also I would say, you know, like I'm someone who gets really bored easily. And if you don't, if you maybe don't have a plan, I would consider that. Um, but yeah. What, what do you think? 
Yeah, that one's kind of tough because, I mean, I'm not in college right now, but, um, you know, there's probably some things about a gap that would, um, if you're disciplined and you're like, okay, I know I'm going to take this gap and I know I'm going to get back in it. Right. You know, but there's a risk if you take a gap, then the gap leads to another gap, which, you know, I meant to get back, but I never did. You know, I don't know. You know, that's a hard one to call because I can kind of see where you've even talked about like these, these online courses, uh, the value, um, my learning as much as being right there and is it worth it? Um, Right. So I can see how someone could probably, you know, those, those thoughts can start. Right. And I think it could be just more of a personal choice, really, right. to be honest with you. Not yeah. sure. Well, I think that about wraps up our questions. Thanks to everybody who submitted them. Um, it's always really interesting to see what you guys um, come up with. And so, yeah, I think that about wraps up our episode. Thanks for being here. And thanks for um, for you know, being so present and giving such good answers. Um, Dad, you've been a really good guest and I really do look forward to having you on the show more. Um, And with that being said, my, you guys can find me on social media. My Instagram is at grace.arnold underscore. And my Twitter is at graces space three. And please send me any suggestions, any feedback, Um, You know, we're really on this journey together and yeah, Grace's space is changing with every episode, which is exciting. So I'll see you on a future Thursday. Bye guys. Bye.